G'day guys, Peter Kafkas. And I'm Peter Gowers. And we are the legendary morons. <laughs> Hi guys. Which is not really much of a new moniker for us. No, no. It is a, it is a play off that um, brilliant idiots uh, that, mm. yeah, of America. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a um, softer expression for what some call us anyway. So it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all good. Well, last time you guys, uh, well, you guys have seen us on doing the iProperty NTTV. Um, you, we've got the Keeping Up with Kafka's podcast. We've got the Lovers, Haters, or Haters, Lovers, and Wannabes podcast. Oh, gee, there's a big crane going. Yeah. That's a massive crane. That's how that noise is, ladies and gentlemen. We can't block that out. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, we can't stop that. That's uh, one of the many cranes that we're seeing around town at the moment. Yeah, yes. Uh, last time you guys seen us was um, doing a short video on working together and, of course, Cyclone Marcus. It was a Category 1 at the time. We didn't take it too seriously. <laughs> mm. No, but where are we? What's the date now? It's about four days since. Yeah, it is Tuesday, 20th of March today. Yeah, and, um, well, like you said, we didn't really take it too seriously and even when it was happening... Mm. Um, it was a bit blowy and there was a bit of wind around and a bit of rain around, but, well, I guess we weren't to know just how serious it was going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, wow. it made my packet of twisties and a Twix <laughs> a little under uh, underpowered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the last video we did, guys, that's what Pete had his, uh, that was his cyclone emergency kit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's Tuesday. Um three days after the Saturday when it all happened. Yeah. And um, even now, still, there's many areas that don't have power. Yeah. Thankfully, we've got power back at home, and so have you. But um, As of this morning? There's a lot of... Yeah, we've, we only got it back this afternoon, but there's a lot um, There's a lot that still don't have it around Darwin. So uh, it was... When you look at the impact of it, I don't know if you saw the the memo, we'll call it, that went around. But mm. when Cyclone Tracy came through Darwin, um, you know, there was an intensity there of over 200 kilometres an hour. Um, Cyclone Marcus was really peaking at about 135 kilometres an hour. Right. Um, and there's been more intense cyclones. Uh, but because we've had such a big wet season, the groundwater was just, just below the ground. Everything and, was soft. Yeah, and the trees just fell over. As you can see, like... In many cases, they're not snapped. They've just literally fallen over. But many of them, big old trees that, you know, just couldn't stand that sort of wind. Now, just on that, you know, I saw you. Now, I haven't seen you for how long? Since Saturday, really? Yeah, since then, yeah. Uh, we had opens planned that day, but obviously that was cancelled. <laughs> because, what did you say? I loved that. I, I laughed out loud when you said it because no, no statement ever began with... <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. That we put a little alert up on the i property page, you know, of the cyclone, and then the opens are cancelled. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it. Um, I don't know. At one stage, we thought we could do it, but it, Saturday morning, it, it was. Uh, if you've never been through a cyclone or a tornado or um, a hurricane, I, I can't describe it other than. There's a particular noise that happens, which I call the whirring noise, that occurs when it's happening, you know. Before a cyclone, you get this sort of dull quiet, 
and you notice there's no birds around and the animals are kind of gone. Yeah. But when you're in a cyclone or just before it hits you, there's this whirring noise. And unless you've been through one, I can't describe it any other way. And it's just when it's on, you know it's on. It's, yeah, and it's, and a, it's unavoidable. Is it like that whistling noise as well? Yeah, it's it's a combination of oh. things. But it's the, for me, it's the guttural whir. So it's quite a bassy sound and then then you get the whistles and the wind and the rain and yeah you you can get other sorts of things as well but it's just this it's just this noise that for me is the one thing that when I when I know there's a cyclone happening it's the same noise every time doesn't matter if it's category one I think I I don't know I've never been through four or five thank god and I don't wish I had I I ever do but uh just I've had two or three Possibly four of of the sort of modern day ones, and uh, it's just yeah, it's just this noise that happens wow. every time. Wow. And you were um, what? What you end up doing? Because obviously our power got cut off uh, about ten o'clock. Yeah. Saturday morning. What t- what time your power? Get yeah, mine. I reckon mine was about eleven, and. Um, Power went off and we sort of sat there for a while. Yeah, we knew why it had gone off, obviously. We weren't too sure at that stage what was happening. Um, thankfully, we still had mobile phone reception. Yeah. And therefore, we could, you know, get some information as to what was going on. Um, by later in the day, Power and Water had sort of jumped on to their Facebook page and started giving, I wouldn't call them updates, but... We're going to talk about that. Somebody was there doing something. (laughs) At one stage, I did wonder if it was a bot, but I think it actually was a human. And... um, But that that night, we actually stayed at home. Now, okay, I know there's people in the world that deal with far greater issues. I get that, and I don't don't want this to sound like a whinge because I absolutely get that. Um, But... In saying that, I'm used to just to having a fan, you know. Even when it's hot, yeah. I don't always have the air conditioning. I don't use it a lot, but I, even just the fan, just to keep that movement. And I, I stayed at home Saturday night with the family, and uh, I woke up Sunday and I felt shocking. Yeah. And I, yeah. like I said to you, I, I'm not sure if it was related to the heat, to dehydration, to what. I just felt terrible, and uh, that was it. So I... <laughs> I ended up booking into a local hotel and uh, spent the last few nights there and and thankfully power's back now. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, on Sunday we ended up going to uh, Lauren's mother's, but just getting from Parap to Bayview, there was carnage everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, we couldn't even... We had to make these U-turns or detours, so to speak. And it was... We've destroyed the grass in the areas, well, surrounding areas. Wasn't it interesting? I, I, I was going to put up a post the other day, and of course now it's lost its momentum. But we were, we were driving around, and look, I'm, you know, I'm happy to wear a, a tag if you're an idiot. You shouldn't be doing that. But I've got four children, and literally there was going to be a multiple homicide in my house if we didn't get out. So we went out for a drive, um, again, thinking, oh, we'll go, we'll go to McDonald's or somewhere. Of course, the whole town was without power apart from the city, so that wasn't going to happen. But um, we were the same. It was like to, just to get anywhere, yeah. you, had to, you had to know the, the streets quite well. You were best sticking to main roads because if there's two or three lanes, even though there might be trees over those roads, they couldn't cover the whole road. Whereas normal sort of suburban streets, oh, forget about it, they're all yeah. covered. But I, I, said, um, I said to my wife, I said, isn't this amazing? 
it feels like Armageddon because there's there's not much around. But it seems that every dickhead driver in Darwin's out and about. <laughs> They're all up wrong way down streets, on footpaths, over median strips. My favourite, my favourite, and I, I once saw this overseas and I laughed because I thought... It's funny how we, we give stereotypes to certain drivers, but then you go to those countries and you think, that's not a stereotype, that's how they drive. We were, we were out Saturday afternoon, it was raining, it was crap weather, yep. and there was people driving with hazard lights. I'm like, well, that's bloody awesome. How the hell do we know where you're going, mate? So, yeah. Oh, wow. So that, that, and in their mind, I think they're thinking, oh, no, I'm doing the right thing here. I've got my hazard lights on. You, from one perspective, you're correct. You're creating a hazard. Yeah, you're creating another hazard. <laughs> but you're not helping any other person on the road. So anyway, well, it's been interesting, um, guys. We uh, we you know we a few years ago, four, four years ago, we created um, Bellamac Community, Rosebury Community. We've got the community suburb groups up and running, and they're a brilliant source of information in, in keeping in touch with each other. So you know, as of recently, I've moved to Parap and, and Pete's uh, in Stuart Park there. So it was good to get, you know, get the community up and running a bit mm. more and just get notified through the community. But what was appalling was power. Oh, I don't want to sound ungrateful now. Say it. I, I, I'll say it for you. Should, no, I just felt like the response and the way that we could have, you know, with social media, with everything that was still up and running, yep. I felt like... We didn't know what was going on. So I felt like I was being informed by random people on random Facebook pages. I was spending a lot of time in my suburb community group trying to update people as much as I could. Yep, Stuart Park community. Stuart Park yep. community. Yep. And I was getting random information from from um, Paramore's Facebook page, but it was sporadic and a lot of it was very generic, whereas I felt like the Darwin buy, swap and sell pages seemed to know more than I did. Mm, mm. Now, what, what I did appreciate was the community spirit of all of those groups. What I didn't appreciate was people... Uh, I saw a particular altercation that happened, must have been Saturday night, possibly Sunday, where a gentleman had expressed his opinion that he was very annoyed that Paramorta had clocked off on Saturday night and someone else had told him, well, bugger off back down south, blah, 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 young, grateful so-and-so, mm. to which this guy had said, listen, mate, I spent three days straight working to get Victoria back online when the Black Saturday bushfires happened, and I just thought, nobody knows anybody else's position in life, and their opinion may be different to yours, but that's their opinion. They're entitled to that. Now, they're not talking about harming others. They're not talking about whatever. And I just, I, I didn't like some of that stuff, yeah. but I thought the general community spirit was very good. Oh. Lots of people offering, you yeah. know, people stuff, complete strangers. And I loved when I saw suburbs being put back on, people going, I've got my power on. Anybody wants a shower or, you know, some food or water or to boil the kettle or whatever? you know, you're welcome to contact me. And these are complete strangers. Yeah, that was brilliant. I thought that, that was, was awesome. Com- that's what, the, you know, the community spirits, are, you know, that's, that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look, Darwin's a country town. And yes, we all know you can get cyclones. I get it. We do. And these people that go, oh, mate, well, you should have had your cyclone kit. All right, I get it. That's, you are correct. Sure. To the letter of the law. 
But how many times mm. do we hear about, oh, this cyclone, that cyclone, whatever, like there's another one apparently due this weekend? Apparently, yeah. Uh, something, something's brewing. How alone. many times do we yeah. hear about that never happens? So that's where the complacency comes from. The biggest blow was 40-odd years ago, mm. and yes, we refer to it, but people also need to remember that the devastation caused by Cyclone Tracy was contributed to by the fact that the building standards were so poor at the time. Yep. And as you well know, one of the big factors with big cyclones that's an issue is people don't clean their places up. Yeah. So it's flying fridges Debris and chairs and, and yeah, bloody yeah. spare tyres and stuff that cause the damage. Let's not talk about how many trampolines we saw go oh, flying yeah. on roofs and caught on yeah. poles. And <laughs> it's amazing how we saw one in Stuart Park and I still don't know how it got there. Like, I don't know where it came from, but... Uh, yeah, you're right. The, the the things that people don't clean up is is what ends up causing the damage. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I first came to Darwin, there's a water tower in Stewart Park near where um, Parham Water's main centre is now. And I remember driving past there with someone who'd been here for a long time. And he goes, see that thing? I was like, yeah. He goes, that's the water tower. I said, oh, yeah. He goes, see that thing in the side? I go, what, the den? He goes, yeah. That's where a fridge hit it during Cyclone Tracy. Oh, I've never heard that. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but this, well, bloke, a story. this bloke said it with a straight face as though it was absolutely true. I'm like, yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah, if know. anyone can confirm but that, yeah, that'd it, be good. It is that sort of stuff that causes the damage. Um, yeah. Yeah, building standards are pretty good here now as long as people abide by them. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, uh, the, you know, the communities ended up getting together. Uh, Power and Water, did you notice how they ended up doing more and more regular updates and people just kept saying, come on, just let us know what's going on. Let us yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, I think that's it. If you, um, if you get onto their page and they say, we're working hard and no, one, no one's saying they're not, um, we're trying to connect the following suburbs, that's awesome. Um, and we also understand that it's a situation of how long is a piece of string, you know, because electricity is a dangerous thing, it's difficult to deal with, and, yep. you know, you've got poles being taken out by trees and there's, there's a removal process required before the repair process can begin. Uh, but some sort of timelines. Um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I, I, I felt there was a couple of nights there where the, okay, well, well see you later, good night, these are the areas we're working on, um, don't forget, we've got families too, and we you know, we absolutely sure. respect mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, just some sort of um, more regular updates would have been awesome. Yeah, very helpful. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, like I said earlier, um, it's amazing once these things are done and dusted, you move on and. You know, it becomes a story for the kids to tell down the track. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, well, you know, it, it, what's almost weird is there's a, it almost feels like there's an energy up in the air that, you know, because there is a potentially a low forming for this weekend, we don't know whether it's a cyclone or not, but it feels like there's that air in the, I don't know, that feeling in the air is what I want to say, that everyone's just a bit doing their thing, but also a bit nervous as well. Yeah, it it feels like, um, although it's only been three or four days, it feels like it's been a month. And, you know, like, obviously we're still working in around all of this. But there's that kind of, okay, I've got to get everything done so, you know, I'm close to family or I'm, I'm, you know, whatever it might be to make sure that everything's still going to be all right. Um, And I guess that having just had one, 
mm. with the threat of another one looming. Looming, possibly. We, we know that, I guess, I'll use the term caught out. Maybe we weren't caught out as a town, but she was certainly a lot, a lot of more damage than, than we expected. Um, we just can't afford another one. Yeah, look, if that's a site category two... Yeah. Bloody hell, I hate to see what I've... Yeah, yeah. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. So it was meant to be category one. Yeah. Category one. Yep. So I guess that's the nature of it. And anyway, look. Um, yep. It is what it is. Yep. One one of the things that I thought was pretty che- pretty cheeky going back to our friends at Panamata was the um, the timing of a little message that came out on their Facebook page for those homes that had had their connecting wire cut. So because of trees knocking over power lines and stuff, a number of homes had the wire that connects their house or, I guess, unit complex to the network was broken. Yeah. And about 11 o'clock one night, I think it was Sunday, Panamata posted just a little note saying, well, you know, if that's happened to you, Hmm. you'll need to arrange an electrician and you'll need to get the certificate of compliance to prove that it's been done, otherwise we're not going to come Re- and reconnect it. Yeah, reconnect you. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still not sure where I sit with that, but it's, yeah. it's sitting on the bad side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah. Yeah, what an experience. But we're tough. We got through it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you'd think and Everyone's alive. Yeah, thankfully, no injuries. I saw two cars um, under trees. Yeah, a, at a least, lot of damaged cars. At least one of them had to have been midway driving. Oh. Thankfully, no no deaths or injuries that I'm aware of. Thank God. And, yep. uh, yeah, just a bit of inconvenience for a while. Yeah. But, you know, the and during these sorts of times, as much as we think about ourselves and, you know, complain about things, uh, I immediately turn to, you know... Um, I was in I was in Sri Lanka yeah. on December the twenty sixth, nineteen ninety six. I was in Thailand mm-hmm. on December the twenty sixth, nineteen ninety nine. And a few years after that, uh, both of those countries and many others were decimated because of the massive tsunami that killed hundreds of thousands of people. So, you know, when we're sitting here for three, four, two, whatever days, whatever it is, without power, um, you know, I've personally, I know of people still in Sri Lanka to this day, um, and, mate, we've got nothing to worry about, you know. So you've got to buy the $2 bottle of water instead of the $1 bottle of water. Um, You know, I, I know families that were wiped out and... You know, rebuilding wasn't an option for some of those people. Um, so, yeah, you know, wow. we, we, we can all sit here in first world countries and say, oh, well, you know, I've had power for two days. That's a disgrace and I want compensation. We don't know problems, you know. They're, they're not problems. Yeah. That's just a blip on the radar. To put things in perspective, Yeah, you make a good point. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, it's very easy... Very easy to look at life with blinkers on and go, oh well, you know, I, this has happened to me, so it's all terrible. Mm-hmm. But you know, I can go and rent a hotel room. Yeah, problem exactly. Problem solved. Yeah. Um, yeah. If yeah. you haven't got a dollar to your name, you can't. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, if, if you come from a country where there is no such thing as welfare or that sort of stuff, we, we need to be very thankful for the country we are born in because it's a lottery. You don't choose that. Yeah. That yep. chooses you. Wow. And the, the, the good or the bad that comes with the country you're born into, that's, um, that's up to uh, whoever makes those decisions. No. Good know. way to put it. So, anyway. Summarising, guys, we are A-OK. Yeah. Um, we're going to kick through it. Yeah, there, there'll, there'll be a bit of maintenance stuff to take care of, <laughs> particularly with tenants in, in the short term. But, again, these are only small things. Yeah. And, uh, thankfully, nobody was killed. And uh, that we know of, nobody was injured. There may have been some, you know, uh, injuries post the cyclone with pruning and <laughs> chainsawing <laughs> trees and stuff like that. But uh, well, I shouldn't laugh about it. But No, no. Uh, but, you know, there's uh, it's, it's really just in clean-up mode now, and um, as most of the suburbs come back online with power, uh, people will get back to their normal lives. Well, did you see that interesting post from Lauren on uh, Facebook? About what to do? Like, what, she's got her business hat on, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you saw that? Yeah, I did, well, yeah, I, I went out Saturday night, yeah. and I went, oh, tree-lopping business is a good one. Oh, right yeah. And then when I saw her post that, and I was thinking a few hours later, I thought, actually... What about wood sales, which would not work in Darwin, but I don't know if you've ever been down south, right? So where I come from originally, during the winter, people would go and buy their wood. They wouldn't chop up trees. It was like, I don't even know what you call them, but, you know, just like these outdoor centres, and they just have stacks and stacks and stacks of wood, and you get your kindling and you get your long burn logs and you get your this and your that. And I thought, and mahogany is good good for burning okay some some people who understand the value of mahogany may also say no don't do that yeah 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 yeah, but um it's a good long long burn type of wood there you go there you go i don't know if it's worthwhile sending it down south but gee there'd be some money in the um in in the wood sales business okay and fencing obviously yeah and also (laughs) um furniture Oh, yeah. Because a lot of furniture is made from the mahogany trees that fall down or get cut down here in Darwin. Oh. So definitely furniture. And, in fact, I, I showed you before a photo of, of one of my young ones and his favourite climbing tree fell down I saw that. At, at the park that we were at. And a friend of ours said, oh, you should chop some of it up and turn it into, you know, furniture or whatever. Yeah. Um, now, it's in a public park, so I don't think we can do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of wood around, so there's, um, I guess there's tables and chairs and, you know, you, 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 I don't know if you've been to the Botanical Gardens uh-huh. recently, yeah. but that's mahogany trees. They've got um, set benches yeah. where you can go and have lunch or do whatever, and they're all mahogany trees that they've put into the Botanical Gardens now. So um, there's that. Yes. What other... Well, look, electricians, obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, plumbers, I would suggest. Roofers. Uh, roofers, tilers, for the few houses that have tiles in Darwin. Yeah. Um, the... Um, uh, I did note with interest that, like I said before, Paramorter are suggesting that people need to reconnect their own buildings. I did see some um, electricians advertising to do that work for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from the cost of, I think, just the, 
you know, the goods, which yeah. is fair yeah. enough. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. That was awesome. And yeah, I, we had one of our plumbers that we use at iProperty. He was a similar, you know, he offered some. Yeah. yeah, we won't charge you extra for this, and which I, is good. I thought it was great, and I can't remember which one it was, so apologies. Um, but one of the sort of caravan park oh, yeah. um, type places, yeah. they had offered a reduced rate accommodation. So they said our normal price is this. Good on them. But we're going to do, I think it was $90, and they're going to offer $60 for anyone affected by you know lack of power. So... Uh, yeah, I, I reckon overall that was, it was fantastic, and um, yeah, you know. I we'll mean, give a little shout out to um, <clears throat> uh, Flight Path uh, Golf. Yes, uh, they offered free mini golf. Free mini golf for the kids for the day. Yeah. That was good on you. And Wi-Fi. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wi-Fi. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was awesome. And um, oh look, I'm sure there's heaps more. So and and look. Oh, on a sad note, on a sad note, did you see the video with Estelle? No. From Alora's? No, what happened? Oh, she was really upset. It was about a minute-long video. It got shared so many times. Oh, wow. I think it was on the Saturday yeah. or the Sunday. Oh, sorry, I don't know which day. She's actually, like, crying because they. I think they broke into her place too on top. Oh, no way. She was devastated. And she said, she even said in the video, if you've taken my stuff, money, I don't care, I don't want it back. In fact, I might just play it for you in a sec. Um... Uh, just give me my bloody keys so I'm not forced to shut my doors. I need my keys to access my stuff. Yeah. In fact, give me a sec, give me a sec. Here's the video with Estelle. I hope you guys can hear it. Hey, hi everybody. I hope you're all safe and well after Cyclone Marcus. It was pretty ravaging. Um, I'll move it up uh, here. Pretty um, emotional to start again today. Sorry about moving the mic, guys. Walking here and find that I've been robbed as well as a bit of a hard place to take, I've got to tell you. So the person who took that charity tin, and also I feel, um, I hope you're feeling really good about yourself because I don't know, I'm not going to take much more, so I guess God works in mysterious ways, but um, I'm sure we'll find out today when all our beautiful friends come in to help us clean up. So to the people or the person who stole from us last night, um, we have the money, but we really need all the keys. We can't start our business without them. So um, please, please, to you thieves, drop my bag and my keys off. Have the money, but drop my keys in. Sad, isn't it? What a pack of scumbags. What a, yeah, that's what this town is. We'll talk Absolute about the crime. I, I, I don't want to get into that right now. Um, I've just noticed this. Now, that was on um, March 18th. What is this? Is this like a... a what's this? Is this an, an updated post? What is this? Let's have a look. It's emotional this morning, but we're... Thank you to all the volunteers that's come out to help. Everything's okay. It's all fixable. Um... Yeah, I was a bit emotional this morning, but we're back on track and everything's all good, so thank you very much for thinking of me. Thank you for all the phone calls that have been coming this way, but as you can understand, I've got my head down and we're hooking in. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody, and if there's anything I can do to help any of you, send the boys around with a chip truck in a week's time or something like that, not straight away, but I'm certainly happy to help any one of you. Have a great day. Cheers. Now, this is... What's this? One more video. This is from uh, Allura Garden Nursery. This is Estelle from Allura. One more video. I just want to see the latest update. She posted that on March of the 18th. I up this morning to Allura Garden Nursery to help me with the medical bills and the 
massive clean-up from Cyclone Marcus, and I'm thinking of every single one of you out there that are struggling with no power and trees through your homes and all sorts of horrid things. So if I can be of help to any one of you, give me a call. We've got some fairly major damage here that was going to take um, many, many weeks to clean up. But the, uh, the great thing is no mirrors are broken. <laughs> Um, and it pulled us all together and we've got it all done and I'm the happiest can be. So thank you once again and please don't worry, everything's all okay. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Sorry guys, just want to post the update there. Mm. Um, so yeah, sad, sad note, but uh... Yeah, it it um, it dawned upon me um, at about midnight on the Saturday night. Mm. Um I guess just how exposed you are in that situation. Yeah. And I saw a number of people posting things about, um, you know, literally just being in their homes purely for the purposes of protecting it. And I just thought, wow, you know, Mm. um, Mm. anybody that would think, oh, this is a great opportunity to go out and, um, I guess, benefit themselves from something like that, um, you know, as you said there, someone's stole that lady's money and, and keys, etc. Mm. Um, I mean, I know they don't make special provisions uh, for these types of events, but, gee, you'd love for the government to be able to say, all right, well, if you commit an act during those sorts of times, then you'll get 50 times the sentence that you'd normally get, yeah. which is normally a slap over the wrist for most of these people that do this sort of stuff. <laughs> but... Um, Man, that that's just a scumbag act, as far as I'm concerned. Shocking. And um, I'm I'm only pleased yeah. that I've heard about that in isolation, and I haven't heard of too many other instances. Now I'm sure there would have been, but yeah. I, yeah. I'm glad I haven't heard of too much. Well, you know, there it is. So um, that's it. We are going to get back into it. And in some other news, um, the Tiwi Grand Final. Yeah, Tiwi Islands Grand Finals were cancelled last weekend. And uh, the NTFL Grand Final was also, or Grand Finals, I suppose, was cancelled uh, last weekend here in Darwin. Yeah. So if we don't get the next one, as in if this next storm this weekend, may be happening, yep. that hopefully won't happen, uh, doesn't happen this weekend, then uh, those Grand Finals should get played this weekend. And okay. I guess people will get back to normal. Yeah, just, yeah I've heard them say something about the news about that. And I think, and I, you know, I haven't looked into this in any detail, but I think why that's important is, firstly, you know, people want to get back to normality and complete those sort of things. But on the NTFL side, and probably Tiwi side as well to a bit, but a lot of those guys then go and play in the Northeastern AFL as part of the, um, I suppose, the AFL second division. So they can't really delay it much longer. That's because right. Because yes. they need to then go and train with NT Thunder and, and, do the other and get all pieces. that happening. So um, anyway, that's, uh, I suppose, coming back to normal and, and uh, having things operate as they normally do. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Well, um, I think we'll just about wrap up the uh, uh, Legendary Morons uh, podcast for today. I, I, just in summarising, uh, sorry, not in summarising, uh, just in... Um, in the last two weeks, we've you know we we interviewed Murray Claire Boothby from Territory Proud slash uh, everywhere around every, Darwin. yeah 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 <laughs> all social over media. social media yeah. good on you MC and we've we've had um, not everyone knows young John McKenzie but he's been over in the states uh, 
you know, with Google, with Facebook, social media, marketing world, SEM world, and and obviously we'll touch. On, oh, we should touch. Uh, we'll touch on um, some of your little special tricks that. Uh, sure. Yeah. On. Um, on digital marketing as well. Absolutely. There's a lot we can do. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we'll fit it all in. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us on this episode of uh, Legendary Morons. Thank you for your time. I hope you liked it. Tell us if there's anything you'd like us to talk about or things around town that you want to know more about. Um, can't promise you we know about it, but we can certainly find out for you. And uh, you'll certainly hear things from our point of view. Um, so thanks again for your time. Catch you later. See you next time.